What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another Slab Stock Sundays episode here on the Slab Stocks YouTube channel. We are looking at the PWCC weekly auction number 110, and we've got Julian in the house, and we have got a special guest joining us in a little bit because this special guest we met a while ago, three different card shows, and have done some deals in the past, have talked a lot of Formula One, and uh, he's one of the uh, biggest experts I know in the hobby when it comes to studying segments of the market hard, and he's done a great job uh, building the hobby and uh, and uh, helping you know connect collectors with cards, which is really important in our eyes. And uh, Julian, are you excited for tonight's episode? I'm always excited to talk F1. Yeah, so that time of year, that time of year. We we will be talking a lot of Formula One to start the uh, the episode times. We will have our guests on for around thirty to forty minutes. We'll obviously be talking about just cards in general and what it takes to really hone in on your craft and or market segment that you might like. So it can be applicable to more than just Formula One. But just bear with us if you are not the biggest F1 fan. Just know you will hear some F1 talk throughout the first 30, 40 minutes. But we will have the rest of the auction closing happening um, after our guest interview as well. And there's an item tonight that I really, 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 really want to buy. And uh, I'm not sure when I'll bring it up tonight, but hopefully it's after I win it. And I'll show you all. And I'm pumped about it. So um, we're going to jump in with our guests right now. And welcome on Mike from Lehigh. Uh, how are you doing, man? What's up, fellas? Uh, doing great here. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Good. Exci- excited for another Slap Stock Sunday's episode, but even better to have uh, you joining us tonight. As uh, I think the first time I officially met you in person was at the F1 trade night in Atlantic City in 2022. That might be the f- same for Julian, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was awesome. I think that was the start of something really cool in the F1 community. And uh, I know that, uh, you know, I think you grabbed a Pierre Gasly off of Julian at that one. And from there, rest was history. We've been, uh, you know, friends ever since. I mean, we saw you at Burbank last year. And uh, we'll talk about that upco- or the recent Burbank show at some point tonight. But just in general, Mike, introduce yourself. Let us know who you are, where you're from, and uh, you know, what you do in the hobby. Got it. Uh, first of all, great to see you guys again. Always great running into you. That was actually my first national, I think, in about 18 years since the 2004 uh, Cleveland National when Exquisite made its debut. But it was great <laughs> running into you guys. I, I remember running into Julian time and time again. Uh, he'd always bring on their F1, F1 cards. And I finally met you that night, Aaron. Um, it, full on pleasure. Um, I guess introduce myself. Um, my name is Mike um, and we run an eBay um ID. Uh, it, it's it's Leahi, but more so what we do is we do a lot of research, basically. Uh, we research the card market and we try to um, just just study it and see if there's anything that um, anything that makes sense. Um, I think the word that I like to use the most is inefficiencies. We look for inefficiencies here and there. We try to work real hard at what we do to try to see if we can find certain things that um, typically don't make sense. And if they don't make sense, to study them a little bit more, to understand exactly why they don't make sense, if there's actually a logical reason behind it, or if maybe we can be a little bit ahead of the curve. Love it. I love it. And uh, I think that's, you know, something that's important in the hobby in general, because I think over the last like three years, we've kind of seen a lot of things pop up as, you know, almost I'd say social media trends in the hobby. And by that point, I think that you'd probably agree with me is that it's a little bit too late if that's the time that you look at it and start buying and you know, I, I've heard some stories from you that are crazy, and obviously I won't share any of those unless you want to share them yourself. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's just been a uh, you know fun watching you all grow and and what you all do, and uh, happy to to have you as you know part of the hobby here. So appreciate that's uh, and also I apologize for pronouncing it Lehigh. It's Liahi. Is that the correct yeah, pronunciation? Yeah, you guys can go with, with whatever. Uh, it's 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 a Hawaiian word here. It's Leahi. 
All right, Leahy, I love it. All right, I got it down. I won't, I won't mess it I've up been, again. I've been saying it wrong, too, so now we, now oh, we no, got you. it. We got it down. Yeah, I'm going to blame Julian. I got that from Julian, so pin it on him. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, if, if you guys wanted to jump into why we're doing what we're doing, we, we did remain private for, for quite a while. Um, and to go into the background, I guess we get asked pretty often why we're doing this particular strong push towards Formula One. Um, at the Atlantic City National, my first national again in a long time, um, market all time, you know, it was, it was coming off of that big boom. Um, and we did notice a lot of different people going around, um, in particular kids, you know, um, for me, I started when I was 10 years old and we'd see so many kids walk up to our booth and, um, you know, they would always ask for the same typical things. They wanted, um, the same typical players. Um, Mac Jones was very hot at the time. And I remember specifically, there was a kid that came up to us. He couldn't have been, couldn't have been 13 years old. And he came up to us and he asked us the price on a Mac Jones in our showcase. And I told him 175. You know, he looked at me and he frowned and I felt bad. So I asked him really simply, how much money do you have? And he said, $40. At that point, I looked at him and I said, yeah, here's what you can do. Go around this show. We don't have any cards for you here of this specific player. But I gave him away a, a free play. I told him, go around this show and find two autograph cards of Corbin Carroll. At the time, very cheap, very affordable. Um, and I just told him, just go buy those. And I think eventually you're going to do really good. And maybe you can buy your Mac Jones card. Uh, immediately, he gave me a frown. And I, I, I know how the story would play out. You know, and just seeing that there, um, I think it kind of, you know, we, we came back home. We kind of set a new plan going forward, how to handle the next national, what we can do going forward to hopefully try to give better avenues for younger or newer collectors um, or people who are really interested in staying around the hobby for a long time. If there was a uh, something we could create that could educate them a little bit better on what it really takes to be able to do this as a long term hobby. I love it. I love it. And the funny thing, I guess, is looking back at if that, you know, kid was to buy two Corbin Carrolls for $20 each, he would be able to buy basically the biggest Mac Jones collection in the world at this point. It, it, it feels like, right? Um, one Mac Jones at this time, for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, yeah, we've seen some crazy new Mac Jones sales where they're like one-tenth of what they used to be or less, obviously, in some scenarios. So, Aaron, you, um, can't, you can't forget about Bailey Zappi, too. You can buy some Bailey Zappi. <laughs> <laughs> It was Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence at the time. And I think we were telling everybody, hey, just just maybe buy a Charles Leclerc first year serial number card. Um, not the portrait, but maybe, you know, a, a car card number to 99 or something like that. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. All right, love it. We'll dive more into that as we go on. And I'm sure, obviously, I'm going to pull up some F1 cards here soon to talk about. But really quick, maybe that like a brief synopsis on Burbank this, this past, I think it was weekend or weekend before that we couldn't make it this time. We went to the Burbank show that was, uh, at the, uh, where were we? I don't even remember where we, well, it was next to Disneyland. What city is that next in that Disneyland's in Anaheim. And, all right. Anaheim. That's right. That's right. All right. So we went to that one. That was in Ontario. This one, what was your experience like at this one versus the previous one in last August? Well, first of all, I missed you guys. I, I missed Julian too. Julian, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you missed going to Disneyland. But um, same as I, last I, I missed you more than I missed Disneyland. <laughs> wow, you guys are amazing. Uh, so, uh, you know, definitely a continuation of last time. Last time was my first Burbank. Um, we were here the whole. We 
weekend this time. Um, and I think going around talking to the dealers, I got the same reaction. Um, there's some guys from the UK that came in. They brought their soccer and F1 cards. But I think the general feeling is there's a great crowd out there at, at the Burbank. A lot of great conversations, a lot of open-minded people. Um, very, very forward thinking. And I think the amount of quality conversations we had, um, it, it had to be the most I've ever had. Love it. Was there any big item that you, uh, or maybe not even big, but just a card you got that you're really excited about when you're there? Oh yeah, there's 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 a few that actually walked right up to the table. Uh, some key some key first year F1 cards. You know, this is going to be so F1 centric, but um, it, it you know, and I, we were able to actually move a few higher end cards also, um, and and basically you know just just meet people in the industry. Um, it was overall um, as good of a, a show as we could ask for. I love it. I love it. That's great. That's great to hear. And uh, hopefully we make it out to a future one. If it ever gets back to Anaheim, uh, I love it Disneyland in August. Yeah, it is. Okay. In August, I might need to come back out because Disneyland's there, but more importantly, Mike is there. So, uh, or are you going to be there? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll okay. definitely be setting up there. And I'm assuming you're going to be at the national list here too. Uh, you know, we, uh, um, we should be there, especially for the F1 trade night, but I have some, I have some family promises it, it, okay. it's there right now. We, we, we understand for sure. So, uh, all right, next up, we're going to brief some of these F1 cards in the auction tonight, PWCC weekly number 110 here. Um, I, I feel like there's kind of a wide array of stuff here. I'm sure you saw that too, Mike. Um, so, I, you know, I just wanted to kind of walk down this page. And as you see stuff you want to point out, I kind of want to give you this time to, you know, you do it better than anyone to kind of educate people who listen here or listen to our podcast after, afterwards, like what these cars are, cards are what makes some important versus others and then there's some people watching now who probably have either never bought an f1 card before even really ever looked at them um so i just want to give you that time to do it so if you you know as i scroll down this page if there's one you see here just let us know and we can go for it absolutely um you know and i i'll stay f1 centric uh but if the, i think there's a few other items in this auction that are really interesting for what we do here um yeah, I, first of all apologies to anybody that's targeting any of these cards um <laughs> it's just the nature of 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 what needs to be done here but um <laughs> as far as this auction uh obviously the lewis is a gorgeous card that lewis sapphire right there base portrait card um there's a lot of people who love this uh either the silver or they say this aqua is going to be the mercedes color match so th th there's there's a, another layer to this specific card um we've been noticing this recently after a big drop in almost every single market especially with the base cards throughout every single sport we've been noticing the resilience especially the 2020 set for the serial numbered cards this lewis i believe is a you know it's it's healthy right now especially with the news of ferrari i think it's gaining some momentum um the one that i did want to highlight though is the carlos Sainz card um i love that card I'm, I'm a huge fan of the first year dynasty um We've been doing a lot of research. Our, our the most recent research we came out with at Burbank was um, every year they make eight thousand new Ferraris, um, and they make eight hundred thousand new Rolexes every single year. Those guys all buy. Are, are, are a majority of those guys are interested in Formula One. It's actually the same exact brand. And when you go back to this first year dynasty set. They actually made less than 3,800 total cards in the entire product. Um, I, I've, from day one, we were calling it, you know, these things are kind of Rolexes in disguise, you know. And after we pulled that number up, you know, it's obviously much, much more limited. Um, only 3,800 people can own it. Wow. 
I guess somebody's paying uh, can, can own one of these. Um, and, and that includes the principles too. I was just going to say, yeah, and, and yeah. all the drivers that aren't driving anymore, like Kivion and stuff. Yeah. Most of the drivers, I think um, there's a few drivers that are approaching the 200 mark of total autograph cards in the product, but most of them are sub 180 for their print runs of autograph cards in that product. It also, you know, this is also, uh, this is the, it's a first year set. It actually, the release date was scheduled before the Chrome. So it technically, it, it some people considered it considered the first tops pack issue product ever made for Formula One. And it has those on-card autos. So um, top to bottom, uh, it seems really high quality. You have that on-card auto, which should last good. Those um, generous patches, especially on these single patches, I can't recommend them enough. Uh, the PSA 10s, we've noticed that they did take very good care of them. So the pops should be pretty healthy here and there. But if you have a chance to get a racer like signs or especially the top tier drivers, um, there's nothing I would recommend more. If you want to blindly go in and play Formula One, just buy a driver, buy the single patch from the first year. So I'm sure, Julian, you're going to have a question on this for him maybe. But you want to ask him about what, what he thinks about Sainz's future? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I'm interested to hear what everybody thinks about Sainz's future, where he's going to end up uh, with the with the big news of Lewis going to Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think everybody's wondering that. I think normally there would be a panic and people selling the cards. But um, a good friend of mine just posted on their Instagram a picture of uh, Carlos Sainz Sr., who's also a famous driver himself. And he was sitting down with Christian Horner, the principal of Red Bull, um, and that seat is going to come open pretty soon. And everybody knows Max is going to, you know, they're going to look for a certain type of driver for Max. Um, if whoever gets that seat, I think you can anticipate a big bump in value going forward. Um, and I think Signs is actually pretty prime for that. Um, we know that there's a long list of racers. And it's kind of the beauty of um, Formula One in general. We, you know, some people say they can't handle the racing races just a little bit boring um there's a lot of aspects of a lot of different sports in it and a big part of it is actually the the rumor mill that goes around season season long we, we've seen it happen with george russell oscar piastri when news is announced when speculation happens these things jump big time uh whoever gets that red bull seat whoever gets that second mercedes seat um you can definitely anticipate a lot more bump in value so mike you know that's your thoughts on him. How about the open Mercedes seat then? The second seat there with George Russell obviously mm -hmm. going to stay there. What what happens with that? Uh, you know what? I, I'm probably not the expert to ask them this. I'm more the a, a card guy. And I've, I've been told, uh, you know, I still have to learn a bit more. I, I, I fell in love with the products also myself after Tops made the sets. But um, if you had to ask my opinion, I think next year we're going to have a great year of Formula One products again. Uh, 2024 is going to be the first cards of Kimi Antonelli. 17-year-old right now racing for uh, Mercedes. And the names they're throwing out there is Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. Um, they say that he might be ready sooner than people think. Um, that seat might be ready for him. But I, I, I think a good, um, you know, I think a lot of people are speculating on Alex Albon. I think he makes a ton of sense. I think both Red Bull and Mercedes are going after him. But there's a long list of veteran racers that they can place right next to George Russell as they figure things out. Yeah, I think this year will be a very important year to that. As we know, a lot of con uh, drivers are, as of right now, out of contract. Much, many will get signed in extensions or move elsewhere, but it'll be a very fun summer, I think. Silly season to the max this summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right. What else What else catches your eye in here for F1? Uh, 
the the Albon Raw triple patch also the first year dynasty. I, I can't say it enough. Um, it, it's such an easy blind call with the first year dynasty. Um, it's a supply demand monster. I think all the first year chromes are, are like that anyways. But um, it, anything first year dynasty. You know, I I do want to touch on one thing, and I think giving advice is is uh it, it's a tricky tricky thing for anybody to do um i think if anybody remembers a few years ago uh gary v went out and gave some advice online and people took it out of hand and even he said hey you know that's not actually what i thought and you guys are kind of taking this out of hand um you know i encourage everybody to pay attention to ridiculous spikes in market you know if you see something and it it jumps for almost no reason or it jumps because people are excited um i i would be careful definitely so, yeah if, if we if we see incredible jumps in this album and it goes to 1500 now because we're talking about it i'll tell everybody hey you know take your time if, if it's double <laughs> the last comp just maybe take it easy i like it uh preaching some patience there and uh you know i think that this gives you an opportunity or at least me an opportunity to ask you a question here so you i know how much you love the first year 2020 stuff that is the rolexes and everything like that is there an entry point for people with 2022 dynasty or maybe some you know possible 2023 dynasty coming out that makes sense for some collectors who can't get up to you know a 2020 george russell there's a 2022 george russell for me personally i leave all 2021 behind it just looks so ugly all the sets i can't get behind it for me to buy cards like i like how they look that was one of our key things when julian and i did our quality card segment here and i can't get behind the 2021 stuff but what do you think about the 2022 potentially for a more affordable entry point yeah um you know on your point 2021 tops baseball is actually not not that popular design I, correct you do notice it it just that border um if, if i had to pick a set you know it kind of reminds me of the 2006 2007 tops basketball set where it, it's a pretty vanilla border and it doesn't really capture the imagination so much i i, I guess the heart um so 2021 it, it, it's kind of looking like that um to answer your question um, why we're making this push is we still think there's a lot of time on the 2020 stuff. You know, not everybody should be going after portraits. We think there's a lot of uh, affordable aquas. Um, serial number 299 of a George Russell car. It's still, you know, it's still $50. The Lewis Hamiltons are still $60 to $70. And those are our recommendations. The first year serial numbered cards under 100. Condition doesn't matter because they're so condition sensitive on the back. But yeah. to answer your question, um, I actually... You know, at the Burbank, this thought emerged just through some conversations with some of the collectors. Um, and I, I'll, I'll share it with you guys. So Lewis Hamilton is going to be having his first uh, Ferrari Topps Chrome card in 2025. I think that's pretty much set right right now, right? Yeah, when, it, 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 which we have to wait like two years for it now. Yeah, yeah. And when that gold refractor comes out, that very first Ferrari gold refractor of him in his in, in, in that Ferrari race suit, and it's, it's the portrait and it's a gold refractor number to 50. When that thing hits eBay, best guess what's it go, what it goes for? I would say like, like 1000 bucks or something. $1,500 to $2,000 would be my guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually think it might hit 2500 for that very first copy. Just the enthusiasm. You guys can look it up. There's a Frederick Vasseur silver auto from this recent set that was at 60 bucks with a few hours a few days ago because he's in his first Ferrari kit. So when that first Lewis sells for $1,500 or $2,500, I think that the first thing, it'll be news. It'll be on slab stocks, you know, um, <laughs> you guys are posting it. And I, I think the next domino that's going to fall after that is people are going to say, wait a second, 
isn't his portrait from the 2024 set only $250 right now? And they're going to, you can actually put them side by side and say, is it actually 10 times more valuable or is one of them overvalued and undervalued? And what normally happens here is you, you'll see a pullback to the mean, but it's actually probably going to pull up a lot of the older older portrait Lewises, a lot of the older cards from the previous sets. And um, to answer your previous question, the 2022, the 2021, the 2023, I think it should help everything all around as, as we keep on getting more news, more new product. Yeah. Um, so I want to point out a comment here from the uh, from the card hunter. He said, "Interesting conversation. Thanks, and I just gotta say, thanks for being here. You know, thanks for listening and uh, hearing what Mike has to say." And he says, "The hobby is emotional. Everyone experts explain it logically. Always interesting to hear. Thanks once again. You know, that's what we're here for to try to kind of debrief this stuff and 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 you know put some emphasis on why certain things happen. And I think that my next question here can be applied to all sports, all market aspects. And you mentioned it a little bit." With the Albon, you know, maybe if it sells for too much, like, hey, just pump the brakes. You know, me personally, like, I really do like this Lewis card. It's the, you know, it's the image variation from Sapphire, Aqua, super nice. Like you said, potential color match with the Mercedes Teal. Um, Obviously, the Ferrari news is bringing some buzz to this card market, a little bit more than maybe we saw two months ago. It is this the type of thing where it's like you would be so confident in the Ferrari, you know, maybe once that happens, it bringing so much interest to where there might not be a bad time to buy Lewis necessarily right now. Or is it like, you're like, no man, wait three months. We'll have the season going. Mercedes might not be that great this year. Once again, which I think that they'll probably still be behind Ferrari and potentially McLaren as well. Um, or is it just like, man, anytime there's only 99 of these, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to get your logic behind that. Cause I think you've had a lot of experience with this. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, uh, for the longest time, I'm, I'm a value guy. So I've actually stayed away from the portraits for the longest time. Recently, I've been buying some of the portraits uh, from those from the first year set because I think they've hit a value where they've actually come back more to where I, I, I believe the long term value should be on them. And they represent a, a, a value now. Um, we were picking up the subsets a lot. But if you take a look at the, the historic um, pricing of this, I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a few at three and four, maybe even 5,000 for even PSA eights. Um, I think the value it represents, the question that you just asked, where are we on the Lewis spectrum? Um, he's a seven time world champ. Even if he wanted to, he couldn't give two of them back. You know, He's always gonna be a seven time world champ. Um, and people, he can argue he's an eight time world champ too. Um, you know, He's that seven time world champ and this again happened at the Burbank. I was talking to another very well-versed Formula One uh, collector. And, uh, you know, we came to the conclusion of what's going to happen in the next 10 years in Formula One. And I think when you when you actually try to play that forward and then run it back, um, it, it should give you some really good information on who to buy right now. Um, in the next 10 years, Verstappen might get to eight. You know, he might get to eight total titles. More, more than likely, you'll get a few for Lando Norris, a few for George Russell, one or two for Charles Leclerc, Oscar Piastri's in the mix, and somebody that we've never heard of is probably going to win a title. Um, I think every title they win should help Lewis's long-term value. Every title Verstappen wins from now, he's a three-time champion now. If he wins another one next year and it's four, his first-year cards or a lot of his cards will continue to climb in value. His common gold refractor will go from $100 to $120, or maybe it jumps to $150 because he's the most dominant racer of all time, they'll say. Every single time Verstappen wins a title, his card's going to go up. So let's just say Verstappen wins eight. Um, again, that's five more titles. Every year it goes up by 10 or 20%. Um, I think people along the line are going to say, wait a second, 
isn't that just the same amount as Lewis? Isn't that still one less than Lewis? Why are Lewis's so cheap? And if Verstappen doesn't get there and it's just other guys adding on titles and Lewis protects his seven titles, their cards are going to go up too as they win titles. Um, so Lewis is actually in a position where no matter what happens, who wins and what they do, it's just going to help him. We've seen this effect before in basketball with Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron kind of yo-yoing each other. Um, there was a time where LeBron's looked like they were going to surpass Jordan's and everybody just said, wait a second, that doesn't make any sense. And Jordan's just kept on skyrocketing. And they've always helped each other yo-yo back and forth. I think Lewis has that pole position, if you will. Um, and it's it for us, um, you know, his first year, especially those sapphires, those subsets, number 299 that are going for $70. Um, I don't know what they can go down to, but I do know sports car history will show you that these specific types of types of cards they're kind of limitless on the upside got it i know julian had a good smile crack there for you and said lando norris might win a couple titles that's his guy he's got that he's got that 2020 dynasty yeah, see it, by the way oh i got the and i got the bum alpine on who's gonna be the who's, who's, who's gonna be the back marker of the grid this year until halfway through the season it sounds so that's gonna be fun i'm excited for that um all right uh Mike, anything else stick on particularly, uh, you know, for the F1 cards in this auction? Obviously, you, you mentioned 2021 earlier, and it is the same design as the baseball and as soccer for 2020, 2021. And I think even myself, collectors love Merlin 2020 more. They love Finest even more than 2020 Tops from Champions League. Like this set is just a really kind of like forgotten about set and even value wise in all of sports. It was the worst design I think we've seen in recent history for Tops. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think in the long run, though, what sports card history will show you is even with an ugly design like that 2006 um, Topps Chrome set, they'll be valuable because of collectors. Um, so, you know, the one thing I did want to point out, and I, I've been hearing so much talk about how Formula One, um, how the market has fluctuated and everything. And, you know, I'm actually surprised every time I hear it. I think it's been actually probably the most resilient sport out there. Um, we, we, we transitioned a lot of what we do from baseball, basketball, and we obviously went heavy into F1. And what we've actually noticed is, uh, you know, we're very thankful we did that, had the foresight to do it. Um, the resiliency of some of these singles, um, to, to put it in a better way, uh, Patrick Mahomes, two years ago, uh, I think that from where we were two years ago in February to now, I think all the databases will show you, it, it, it's, had a, it, it's had a pretty big drop to the point where he's actually a great buy right now. I think the number is about 50% down in the last two years. And, you know, he tacked on two Super Bowl titles in between that. Conversely, if you go back two years ago, if you grab some of those first-year red refractors that we were, we were talking about um, for quite a while, a lot of them are setting new all-time highs. And I think if you go throughout the spectrum of all sports, besides like a, a superstar player like Shea Gildas Alexander coming out of nowhere and becoming a super-duper star, to actually find guys with huge increases, uh, it's actually really rare. So... Um, with this particular market, the reason we think that that's happening, um, and hopefully this is useful to your audience, we, we think it's happening because of what we saw on the back end when, before we first decided to go full on into this. Um, we, myself also, I didn't even know who Lewis Hamilton was when the products came out. Um, but what we did is we researched, you know, it's what we do as a company. We grab something that doesn't make sense, especially the value of his autograph cards, and we did research. Um, some of the research that came out was just fascinating. You know, I, as an American, you know, Hawaii is considered part of America. We grew up with Fox every weekend. 
telling us that NASCAR was the, the, the world's premier racing. Um, and I've been asked the question, why are these cards so valuable? And how come my Jeff Gordon or Dale Earnhardt card is not as valuable? So we did the research. Um, if you jump onto Instagram, you'll see that Jeff Gordon has 400, uh, just under half a million uh, Instagram followers. You'll see that Dale Earnhardt Jr. has, I think, 968,000 Instagram followers. So both sub 1 million. Lewis Hamilton has 36 million Instagram followers. Um, it, it's kind of something that we didn't really, I, I was shocked when I saw it. And when we dug deeper, uh, that 36 million number, it's actually more than all the NFL MVPs combined going back to the year 2000. There's 11 guys who have won the MVP award in the NFL. That includes Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning. Lewis's 36 million number for Instagram followers is actually more than all 11 of those MVPs combined. Um, it's more than Luka Doncic and Shohei Otani combined. Um, and when you look at it at, at, on a world aspect, and I, I know you guys are big into this too because of the soccer, um, it really, uh, a lot of the signs are pointing to maybe we just didn't understand this sport that well. I, I would say a lot of it has to do with the ignorance of media rights here in America. Um, would be like the number one thing. Like, I agree with you, man. Like I recently became a fan three years ago and I actually became a fan because my brother who, who got me into like right at the start of that great 2021 season with Max and Lewis going at it. So I'm very fortunate enough to watch that season. But like before that, I, I heard the word formula one. Did I know who Lewis Hamilton was? No, he was in cars too. I knew he was in a movie. I watched dozens of times, but I didn't know who he was. You know what I'm saying? So like, no, I'm serious. Like the, no, it's it's a real thing. The lack of information and lack of media coverage of the sport was massive. And then Liberty uh, Media bought F1 and introduced it here in America in a big way and got ESPN to broadcast the races. And and it's really crazy how how all that has changed in such a short period of time. But you're right. When the set dropped, I was looking at it from the start because my dad was into it. And I all the guys were new to me. Like every single one was new to me. And and it was a blast watching and learning it and, and being a part of the community now too. And a yeah, big shout out to Julian for keeping me at heart over these last couple of years too, because I've gotten really busy, but yeah. he's always, you know, Julian's always, always reminding me about it and not reminding me about it, but like I watch every single F1 race for the last three years now. So, but yeah. it's just really good to be involved in a community like it, that I think is really tight knit. It seems. Aaron, yeah. I, I, I appreciate the shout out. Cause I was going to say who got you into the Gasly collecting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause, cause Gasly has been my favorite driver, but I wasn't really like gung ho and like building a collection around it. And then, Julian picked up a dynasty and it's like, well, if you got one of my favorite driver, why don't I have one of my favorite drivers? And I started to go just guns a blazing. And then you absolutely blew me out of the water in terms of collecting. <laughs> Still have the dynasty. Uh, one of one, two that will keep for a long, long time. Um, I love that one. So uh, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I, I know we have limited time. I just want to hit up some of these questions real fast. Um, Matt, uh, congrats. That's an amazing card. That's an amazing, amazing card. Um, Jan. Um, I think the new set, um, you know, I, we personally just, we buy singles. I haven't actually got the cards in hand. Uh, we've been getting mixed feedback. The logo, I uh, think people are saying are a little bit big, but I kind of love what they did on the outside looking in right now. Um, I think the prices are reflecting that, you know, formula one, every single set, what I will give them to their credit is, uh, the design is awesome. They've come up with some very creative inserts year over year. Uh, 2021 still gave us the flags, the flags of foundations, which is a gorgeous set. Uh, 2022, it had an, some nice inserts too. 2023, there's some 
gorgeous inserts in there. The hidden gems, the, the, like Matt just got, it, it's gorgeous. Yeah, they and, definitely and had some of the best inserts. Cards, we got Mr. Cardboard Collaborative in here with the Constructor's Crest, which I am I'm kind of a fan of. And uh, I know he's got some mixed mixed uh, feelings on. Yeah, him, but so. but you pulled him a McLaren Gold Wave, so I think it's all okay. He has to like it because of that. Exactly, all is okay now. <laughs> he has um, to like it. Cardboard Collaborative. I would say um, there's going to be three main ones. Um, it's obviously going to be the three big ones. Uh, it's going to be PWCC. It's going to be Golden and eBay, of course. Um, what I would suggest the the best thing you can do is uh, th th there's a great online community for Formula One. I would research those, and as you post your auction, wherever you do, whichever platform you decide to go with, just advertise it um, to these communities. Uh, whether it's on Facebook, um, there's a Discord for it too or just on your own Instagram too, and just try to get the, the information out there. If there's special aspects about it, um, I don't think it really matters the platform so much as it does about the information, especially with, with the rarity of, of, of a new product like this. Um, I gotta say, Mike, you might, uh, you talking about F1 and stuff again, uh, I think it's gonna make me act up and make it some yeah. uh, irresponsible <laughs> purchases in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> You know what? If it's still affordable, I wanted to give you guys one more thing. I'm sorry if anybody's targeting this, but there's a Fernando, there's two Fernando Alonso's 2021s in this auction. I didn't want to just recommend expensive cards, but yeah, that PSA 10, um, it popped forward saying, you know, Fernando Alonso didn't appear in the 2020 set. He's a two-time world champion. Um, and I think his cards are massively underrated, especially the 2021 cards. I think both golds are, are great purchases. Um, I hate to give a recommended value. You guys can look up comps here and there, but I, I think they recommend great value where you can almost, uh, you know, as long as you get it around market, a little bit above market, I think there's a lot more room for his stuff, especially as a former two-time world champion. And not to mention, like, you know, we don't know what happens at Mercedes seat, but if he, for some reason, oh. works his, if he, for some reason, works his way into the veteran on that team, you know, like, I think that that's going to bring a massive interest back to him personally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I, I, I think he's great. I think he's great. So he's very likable too. Um, I, I think everybody, he, he commands a lot of respect. Um, and again, he can't give away a title. It's definitely. Definitely. Well, Hey Mike, man, thank you so much for joining. I hope you had a great time. We had, I at least had a great time. Do you have a good time? Oh yeah. I mean, I could listen to Mike talk for days. I've stood, I've stood at his booth and yeah. just talked with him like for so long. And I had to, to break the news to everybody, but Mike's actually from the future. So like when you hear a lot of this stuff, like that's why he knows. <laughs> uh, you know what? I wanted to give all uh, your audience a, a free play. We're looking into two prospects right now. One it doesn't even have a card yet. We're waiting for the card to come out. But if you guys want to know who to prospect, uh, we've been picking up this guy's card. Yes. <laughs> the big money play right yeah, there. You just got to look out for the Julian card that's coming eventually too. And yeah, I yeah, yeah. respect those guys. There you go. You're killing me, man. You're killing me. I love it. Well, thank you for that. And uh, that was a good laugh to end it. But Mike, man, stay well. Thanks for all the information that you uh, supplied here tonight. Um, that 30 minutes, I think, was uh, more than I could probably share in three hours. So thanks, man, so much for that. And you're great at answering the questions. So appreciate it, Mike. Thanks, sir. Thanks, Julian. Appreciate it, Mike. Great, all right, man. One of the gems. One of the gems in the hobby always. I love there talking with Mike. And, I love that. Uh, Every single time that Julian would be gone from the booth when I need someone to help me at the booth, I just knew that uh, he is at Mike's booth, so it was okay. I didn't get too mad because how can I get mad if he's hanging out with Mike? I mean, exactly. And it, <laughs> it was funny because at the national this year, we were like on opposite ends, so it was like a like a ten minute walk, and I'd just be like, "Aaron's not looking. Let me let me go." 
Yeah, two hours later. Hey, man, do you need your help? Yeah, you just missed everything. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I was. Uh, <laughs> okay, Andrew, calm down. Calm down. Yeah, Andrew, get those trips in there when you can. Um. I was looking I knew, at this. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I knew Andrew how much he enjoyed interacting with people and controlling the booth, so I just wanted to give him some space. Yeah, and even Oscar was pulling, doing Julian's work for him. <laughs> Julian's getting kicked now. Um, all right, so I want to bring up this 2020 Sapphire because I did a little research on when Mike was talking, and it peaked at 6150 for a PSA 8. 6150, that was April 9th of 2022. I can't even imagine what – I don't think there's actually any sales history on on some of the higher-grade ones. I think very very few of these, the sitting-down ones, even, even got – anything higher than an eight, honestly, Carlyer doesn't even have a verified chart for anything higher than an eight. Most of these are selling where 6150 for eights, dude, it, it's really making me want to buy this Julian. I'm not even joking right now, but I don't the know. Mike effect. The mic effect, man. Mike coming in hot right now. Yeah. 6150. Jeez. It's such a sick card. It's telling you it's sitting at 1275, but all right, everyone, I know that everyone's looking to talk more, uh, uh, Isaac says, what makes 2020 F1 such a hard grade surface? It actually was the back of the card. So the back of the card on these, um, there was Nick. Yeah. So it, it's, it's from the first ever Italian, uh, printed, uh, sets for tops. If you look at this back here, I'll try to zoom in as far as I can. There's like a little chip right here. Right. And this happened on like 90% of the cards or more in, uh, in the set. And it happened on a lot of 2020 tops, Chrome color, and then 2020 Sapphire, was not as bad. It was not as bad as the uh, as the the non the non sapphire. So they actually seem to print a little bit higher quality. There are a lot of nines coming off sapphire for the portraits, but not for these variations. It seems. Um, I know that everyone is uh, looking to talk more than just uh, more than just F one. So we will try to direct this conversation to some more sports since we just did F one for forty minutes there, um, or thirty minutes about. But. I got I mean, point we got out. 42 people. Maybe everybody loves the F1. That, that is true. That is true. We do a lot of people. So we will cover it throughout the auction tonight. But uh, man, this has got to be the biggest card I've ever. I know that there's like a Charizard. It's over 250K. But from sports perspective, is this the, is this the biggest card we've ever seen in the weekly auction? Yeah, I thought I accidentally clicked on the wrong auction, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but that, that card is absolutely massive. And like next to it is a huge card too. But like in comparison and value is just like crazy. It's like if I saw that Cooney in this auction, I'd be like, dude, what a massive baseball card. Then you see the $150,000 Luka Doncic next to it. And it's like, oh, I guess that's way bigger. Yeah, it's yeah, insane I'm, to I'm see. I'm thinking that. pull out the Slab Sox black card. <laughs> I was waiting that's for that. Move. I was waiting for that. Um, man, I'm I'm having some big conflicting thoughts right now. I really want to get that Lewis. It still doesn't have a bid yet either. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, think, I, uh, I endorse. You endorse it, and I, car- I endorse cardboard collapse. Long term play, well, not long, not like super long term, well, but like I'm even, I'm even just looking two years until he gets in the yeah. Ferrari seat. I mean, you, you got to think that people will be, uh, you know, looking. And, and even for myself, I love Lewis, so even if I don't sell it, I'd be happy to have that. Yeah. I really don't have a Lewis in my PC that I'm just, you know, holding on to, so to speak. I got the Gasly, obviously. Yeah. But you know, I, I read the a pretty sad like quote today from Lewis. He was like. I kind of forgot what it's like to win. That's that is pretty sad. I mean, he oh, hasn't won. He hasn't, he hasn't won in a long time. So I hope that getting back into Ferrari. Oh, imagine that world championship. That would eighth world or his eighth world championship record setting performance with Ferrari would be Ferrari. like peak F one, bro. I hope that happens so badly. Um, 
Yeah, man. You'd uh, have but, to have oh. a, a rush the track, like storm the court, rush the track. Do you see that they're like getting very strict with fines on that stuff? Like, dude, I think there's like a massive fine in, in one of the conferences, like potentially. It's right, like, so yes, yeah. It's like a, it's like a hundred thousand dollars, and like I think it might be the SCC. There's and no if, and if you have to pay this the like the other school, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Yeah. There's no there's no uh there's no fines in the ACC for for storm uh storm in the court. And then there's yeah, like there a, isn't for the Big Ten either. No, like, no, there is actually, but you have to offend it three times, I think, to to get fined. Oh. So I don't know if that's even possible in a season. Uh yeah, Oscar, that was pretty wild, but uh I see a lot of people thinking that that he uh his leg out. I, I but don't know. You have to remember, dude, the guy's trying to walk to get off the court and that when you slow it down to slow motion, you can't tell That's how true. these kids are running full speed and he's walking. And dude, if someone runs into me, honestly, I'm not maybe trying to shove them over, but I'm probably reacting like by guarding myself too. You know, like I don't blame sure. him at all. Dude, if you look, the buzzer didn't even sound and those kids were already in the free throw. Yeah, line. that's that's the big thing. Is like that, I personally like the storm courts are like amazing from like a student, or, like a fan perspective, but you have to like make sure the players get off the court first. Yeah, I mean, we we're you're talking one second left, and these kids are sprinting, sprinting through the free throw lane. I mean, or through the paint. Excuse me, like that is just absolutely absurd to me. Um, but focusing back here to the auction, um, there is a Drew Brees one of one shield ending tonight sticker autograph. That set always was really weird to me. Collecting football back in the day, tops unique seemed to try to be a little bit like a higher end set to me. Just comes off as kind of like a cheaply looking made set like to me this looks kind of like a custom car honestly or like kind of like a, a leaf looking set but it you know it, it is a, a one of one i believe yeah it's game worn shield um so interesting card nonetheless but uh just one that caught my eye earlier julia anything that caught your eye in particular i know i did a lot of talking there during the you know with mike and everything anything that caught your eye that's all good. When we invite those guys on, I mean, you'll notice for a lot of them, I'm just like taking the information. Saying, <laughs> he's 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 them. like he's like everyone watching. Uh, free free uh, TED talk. Um, uh, nothing, nothing crazy. Obviously, I was mainly looking at the F1 stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. There. There was except the where where my mouth kind of like was wide open <laughs> when I saw that. But you see that Vettel. Uh, I do one one. I do Pretty and poor. Cool. I, I kind of wish Vettel had the chance to drive in. Obviously, the car last year went downhill, but like at the start, like I wish Vettel had a chance to drive in that car because when there's like a legend like that and like it's a terrible car, I felt so bad right. for him. And on top of that, your teammates playing bumper cars with everybody, like that's just uh, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, rough indeed. Um, oh, there's a big Anthony Richardson this auction. You've got the uh, midnight or the navy camo. I have twenty five. Uh, if anyone saw last night was the tops rip uh tops rip night around the country and athletes came to different card shops to visit collectors and such uh fanatics got a bunch of athletes to show up which was pretty cool and uh anthony richardson showed up at indy card exchange in indiana so shout out to andy and his shop for having their star quarterback there i mean honestly if jordan love like walked into like Brewtown or like a wisconsin shop i'd probably pass out so pretty cool to see i'm sure a lot of fans there gotta excited. set it up i'd pay to watch that <laughs> pay watch me pass out or pay watch okay, yeah that, that sounds kind of bad but pay for me watch you like fanboy <laughs> okay okay that better statement yeah that um, sounded kind of bad but <laughs> uh jason dominguez coming off ucl tear this atomic auto of 100s in the auction obviously a huge card for his market and chobby simon's wow. uh one-on-one foil fractors that's yeah, it's not a rookie though it's a year after his rookie uh -huh. cards release so uh 
It's a first edition foil fractor, but uh, it's a thousand dollars. Not as out of pocket as the uh, Trent Alexander Arnold that was uh, crazy. Oh, yeah. Remember that one that was at like, or I think it's Trent or it's Virgil Van Dyke or something like that, but it's pretty well, wild. It might have been Andy Robertson. Well, there was an Andy Robertson too that was kind of crazy price, but I think it was a Trent Alexander Arnold one of one. Liverpool, baby. Speaking of Liverpool, stop. I shouldn't even brought it up. We're moving on. I can't take this anymore, man. I really can't. There's too much pain. At this point, it doesn't even hurt. <laughs> Miss Wolf was like, You didn't even really get that mad after. I'm like, I'm used to it. It's fine. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's, when, it's uh, when the realization is just set in. It's it's yeah. worse. You're not mad. You're disappointed. I, I saw the goal go. I turned off the TV. I literally was like, We're done. I mean, like, yeah, I'm not going to dig in too much, but. That was that was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Um, but I can't speak. Right. Man United's been in that position before. Not as bad as Chelsea, but like, right. Games. So right here is a Nelson Cruz Superfractor PSA ten auto. Oh man, we 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 can't we can't talk too much. You're gonna make me sad again. Uh, Nelson Cruz Superfractor auto and PSA then, and ten. And then didn't Michigan State get cooked today too? Yeah, they they lost on a crazy three from Ohio State at the end. So yeah, Dude, man, what's man. up with Ohio State? Their coach gets fired, and they now they're just taking down everybody. They beat Purdue too, like two games. Yeah, after I know that's fired. crazy. That's crazy. So, what what do you think we need to do? I can't speak because I am. Uh, if I speak, I in trouble. What about Chelsea? Oh no, I I was I thought you were asking about. Yeah, no, I. I thought you were responding to, to Andrew. Yeah, I'm talking about Badgers. Uh, no, yeah, I'm not. Uh, no, no comment. <laughs> no, not licensed to speak on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Um, there's some very interesting memorabilia in the auction tonight. There's a, a Giancarlo Stanton game used bat here, an early Holland signed ball. The photograph was taken upside down, though. It's kind of <laughs> funny to see. It's an upside down logo and auto. Uh, Wesley won a 1966 Batman Black complete set. 55 cards all graded. Sounds pretty dope. Congrats, man. It's pretty dope. Um, <laughs> uh, for the baseball fans out there, this is pretty incredible. Matt McClain ending tonight. It's the red flare of uh, Top Chrome Cosmic. The Chrome Cosmic cards are extremely cool. Um, it is a CS or CGC8, which is not a great grade, obviously. To me, I just get that thing in the SGC tuxedo and let it let it shine. That red, uh, really cool out of five, though. He's a really good rookie for the Reds, and they got so much young talent on that team, So, which makes me a little nervous as a Brewers fan. But uh, fun card. If anyone's a Reds fan or likes Matt McLean, might be one for you. I got to um, say, tonight. might have been my favorite baseball set of the, of the year. Yeah. you. Uh, I remember every single like last pack or last blo- box, uh, you were uh, you were like pulling some heat. Dude, such a sick set. The design. Right. Right. <laughs> oh. Aaron broke his computer. Now we're good. And then we are good. Him at 99, one of NT Zeke Elliott patch auto out of 49. Very nice. Very nice. Um, Zeke Elliott, man, his market was so hot. It was obviously scorching hot when he was very, very uh what am I trying to say? I was gonna say talented, but that's not the right word. Um, very productive, productive, very productive for for the uh, for the Cowboys, um, but not not bad. Picking up some uh, possibly PC steals for yourself, Hitman, if that's what you're after. Um, I love the gilded set. This really has Freddie Freeman rose gold ending tonight. I think the Dodgers are going to be a spectacle this year, to say the least. Um, we might see the most wins of all time out of a team. We also might see a biggest choke of all time by a team. I think we go one of two ways. Favorite baseball team. 
Yeah, right. Is that like a Todd Bowie dig or something like that? Yeah, your your guy. No, no, no. I, at this point, I don't even know who to blame, man. I mean, if you have five big chances and you can't put the ball in the net, how are you supposed to blame Pochettino or how are you supposed to blame the owners? I mean, how like uh, you, know I, you can I don't think you can blame like Pochettino. You can definitely blame the owners because Todd okay, okay. over on a lot of those transfers. Okay, that that that's that's fine. Okay, that that's a fair point. I guess it's owners or the people who are shooting the ball, but Connor Gallagher needs to figure out now how to, you know, go scare dog in front of the net. Uh what's up, real music? Good to see you. Good to see you. There is some lower dollar steals tonight, too. Honestly, if anyone's looking to add a sick card to their collection, it might even be myself right now. Um, Jose Ramirez is one of the very best hitters in all of baseball, and this is the definitive um, patch autograph they're ending in, like, very little amount of time. Honestly, I'm going to drop a bid here because I think that that price just seems too good, um, and I don't have enough time to research up that, but it's a gold frame patch autograph out of 10. Um, I'm not winning it right now, but... Let's see here. Do I get it? Well, Julian, I think I just uh, I just made a play, and uh, is it going to load? Is it is it a done deal? I it it might be a done deal. I don't know. We gotta see here. It's not loading. The white screen. We love it. I did. I bought the wow. Lewis <laughs> one for the Lewis. If Mike's still watching right now, I did get the Lewis, and there are, uh, there are some WWE cards anytime. Some more of those super fractures. But right, here's the deal. We got the giveaway. Here's the deal. It's like I don't see much price increase on this card since the Ferrari news, right? So like, I wouldn't want to spend the money on this card to like be purchasing an, an increase off of Ferrari news because it just hasn't sold in a while. But I got this for pretty much what it was at last summer. And I I really, really think for myself, this is if if I decide to sell it someday, this is like a two-year type of hold. Get, I think it, him being in Ferrari and like remember Lewis is one of the biggest brands in all of F1 and so is Ferrari one of the biggest brands in all of, all of F1. Those two things combined together is going to bring a lot of attention to the sport and if they can fix their car issues between now and next season why in the world would he not have a chance to contend for the title unless Red Bull completely dominates once again which it might but we'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited to own it. I think goodbye. You have my approval. How about um, this one? You see this one? I got the black eclipse of a Christian Yelch of 10 from Cosme. That's a nice card. See, today, I started the past few weeks going to like the 50 and under because there's a lot of steals. Yeah, like some buys. nice stuff. But like tonight, I was focused on the F1. So you took my eye off the ball. Good strategy there. Hey, that wasn't my. That wasn't me. That that's just that's just me playing playing the uh, all aspects of the auction. You're the one who uh, who messed up there. That's fair. Speaking of bro, Fati, dude. Yeah, I thought that you were excited about him at Brighton. I was very excited about him. I, I mean, in the back of my mind, I guess a lot of people, when you have that type of injury, like the odds are pretty stacked against you. Now he's had he had flashes after he came back at Barcelona, but like, dude, at, I thought for sure he'd plug into that Brighton team and they would be so good with him. And I am very happy. I was gonna try and make a play for like one of his rarer cards, and dude, I'm at, very happy I did not. At, at this point, I mean, you could see him be out for most of the season and buy something for like very cheap. Like yeah. very, but that's the same thing as like Jane Sancho. Like his stuff always seemed to be very cheap, and now at one point went even cheaper. You know, so moral of the story is that if something seems seems cheap, 
That does not mean that that is the end of the road for it dropping. <laughs> yeah. It's um, Yeah, no knees, Fati. Uh, yeah, Wesley, there's some super good cards in the auction tonight. And uh, over the last two weeks now, I have snagged uh, some very big F1 pieces and uh, maybe look to work some of them Art Duke Grand Prix to to help uh, cover this nice Lewis, which I, I like a little bit more. The Art Duke Grand Prix are sick, but I finally got a nice Lewis again. Um What's up, Kenny? Good to see you, Kenny. And Actually, we're... you you were asking me about something that caught my eye. I did the wax section caught my eye. <laughs> Go ahead. There is some wax that I am just baffled by. Could like, be in the hoobie buy section, but like, like we like don't have the... to get too in detail. But you know, there's some stuff that I am kind of confused by. We'll put put it that like way. Like the Phoenix case for six thousand dollars. Yes. <laughs> There's a uh, 2018 Donner's Optic Fast Break Retail Factory Shield oh case gosh. that's at 8700 pre-buyer's premium. And I know what that's a big year, but... What year was that? Was that 2018? Yes. Okay. That is a big year. Fast Break Retail Shield case? That's fast, like, I don't think it's technically retail. It just says Fast Break. I don't know why it says retail. Hey, look at that. Peng says the wax section. There. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. The, the Phoenix one, though, for sure. I was yeah, the, the Phoenix one, definitely. If you, Unless you're getting a real bird, like, there's, I don't know why. <laughs> unless you're getting the bird out of Harry Potter. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. Then it's a steal. Like the movie prop. <laughs> no, the actual bird. I'm talking about that person flames. I know. I'm just messing with you. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Where is he playing again? He came back. He's on the Nets. Yeah, he is. I'm dropping him. Decent though. I he think. has. I'm dropping a bit on this immaculate. If if nothing else for a giveaway. Yeah, unless you're getting Hedwig, Andrew. Hedwig. Love it. Um, I'm trying for some more PC action here, but I'm not sure if this is gonna if this one's gonna work. Get but a I do. Fortnite card. I did see the Fortnite card there. Um, I'll refresh this. So Bellingham's been hurt, hasn't he? Has he? I don't he know. Has they have, they've had so many injuries that Real Madrid Ancelotti is just yeah. They've had a, like a lot, dude. They have, they're playing too many at center back. That's crazy, <laughs> that, and they're still winning. They're playing Kamavinga at left back last year, right? Yeah, they could stick him at goalkeeper. <laughs> I needed Real Madrid. They had a list. It was very similar to to Liverpool's, like in terms of like the number of players that were out. Uh, let's see. Nice, Hank. Nice, good work, sir. There's a really huge Paul Skeens red refractor autograph out of five ending tonight. Injury list. Here we go. Manacunia Bat Barrel, one of one. Van Towns RPA. That's crazy to see. A, I mean, that's the here's the thing, everyone. I know that there's potential with young players, there always is, and there always can be more value to be extracted. But you, know, you look at that Carl Towns there, it's a thousand dollars, and the T Wolves are having the best year they've had in a long time. Um, 
But at $1,000 there, you look at that, and then you look at our boy Jalen Duran. How much is, is Jalen Duran's National <laughs> Treasures patch autograph? Seven ninety nine. I remember you uh, seven hundred and fifty dollars for a Jalen Duran patch autograph. Five ninety nine, eight hundred dollars in the towns. Who is one of the best three point shooting big men ever, and is also one of the best scoring. Yeah, big you, men. You, you caught you, you caught some flack for that when you said the one of the most uh, offensive gi- offensively gifted big men of all time. Did I say that? That real? Were people? Yeah. Kind of you're like one of the best offensive big men in history. He, okay. Maybe not like just been in the moment, but like, listen, not like, not like a Shaq, not like a Shaq dominance level, but there's no doubt that shooting is a great trait in any athlete or in any basketball player. And he's one of, if not like the best big men, three point shooters of all time. Debate me all you want, but I'm just saying, yeah, I get, I, I, yeah, right. <laughs> I get it though. Yeah, there's more gifted offensive overall players, but he's a great offensive player. And Jalen Duran is likely never going to reach anywhere close to what he could be. And that's the point though, is that there's centers that sell for that much right now that are rookies. And I get it. Yeah, maybe there's a little bit in the moment, like should have been more specific, but still. That's fair. It was in the it's in the moment. We don't have time to prep. So like you <laughs> you said something. It wasn't that far. I was just, just making a point. Also, anytime I think of Giannis shooting three, I think of the Clipboards, Giannis Antetokounmpo, or whatever. <laughs> that is honestly one of the funniest clips ever. Although I actually think that I remember some people at the time like trying to defend the guy, like that might be like how his actually like like his Greek spelling of the name is or something like that. No, but it just it's not even close. This way, he is Antetokounmpo. <laughs> no, no, said... I I know that's not how it's pronounced. It no, it is born Antetokounmpo. It's right here on Wikipedia. That's the Greek version of the name. There's no way the he, guy knew that though. No, he definitely did. He's butcher. No, he said it like letter for letter. It is funny to watch it back, knowing that no one calls him that. I'm look on Wik. Okay, I'm gonna share the Wikipedia screen. Look at the highlight, Julian. It's literally Atatokunbu. Literally, is that that's what, what he it said? is. I need to watch the clip again. Yes, it is. It is what he said. Mispronunciation. It's what he said. I don't know. You can contest me, but. All right, I'm still trying for our giveaways, everyone. Have no fear. We'll have a giveaway by the end of the night. And congrats to Kenny for picking up his first Vlad Jr. auto tonight. Very nice. Vlad, I heard that Vlad is looking uh, like he might ball out this year. Oscar, thank you, Wikipedia. Okay, I'll I'll go to some other site. Um, nice. Good work. Yeah. Mega again. Well, uh, Fernando Alonso in 2023 Chrome. Oh, Julian, if you had a hoobie buy and I know this card would make it in every single time. Oscar, I get what you, I get what you're saying, but like, just because on Wikipedia doesn't mean it's false information because 99.99% of Wikipedia is true information. There's just sometimes things that can get edited in and then don't get edited out, but I'll show you right here. In the early life sec- section, it literally is right here. That is how his name is. No, no, I, I, I'm sure that that is, but I do not think the announcer. I think it was early in his career, and he just saw his name. No, you think he actually prepped no, for the guy's name? I like do. That? I do. That guy's a. He's a very. He's a very long tenured Heat announcer. So I do. 
I still yeah, think it's hilarious. Yeah, I, I, I was I pulled up the clip. It's just hilarious. <laughs> I dude, I'm telling you that I, I still think it's funny because yeah, no one calls him that, and it like just comes out of nowhere. But I think it's facts. I think you knew it. Let's see. Hello, Oscar. Nice Messi here. Uh, Inter-Miami season started the other day, and all you'll see on ESPN FC is Messi clips for the rest of the season. I love did Messi, the, but... Did you see the clip of him chipping it over yeah, the guy injured? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually thought that that was hilarious. Because <laughs> there was no... The guy, like, D flop or something like that? I don't... I didn't see the whole... I didn't see the clip of him getting injured. I just saw him on the ground. I got you. But, yeah, he... <laughs> that was that takes some bad skill, bro. No, it does. Um, like, like, I would... And if you hit the guy on the ground, then it, it could be a whole fight. So like, yeah, yeah, I know that. Like, that's a some serious. Uh, you know what they say. Yeah. What are we at right now? It was Stacy King that said it. Said it wrong. <laughs> I don't know that guy by name, but it Bulls. Wait, what? He's, He's a Bulls, a Bulls player. Commentator. Wait. Or announcer. It, no, it was, I thought it was the Heat guy. Bro, it's the oh, heat. Well, then multiple people must have m- mispronounced his name. Yeah. No, nah, it was it was heat guy. That did. I'll have to do some research later. It's it's the guy that says when it's instead of doing like the Mike Breen bang when there's a three, he goes kaboom. <laughs> he he's the one that invented the kaboom cards, actually. Um, for, I was just looking at this Prism card 2023, and that reminded me. Did you hear about these Prism also, NBA boxes? Go ahead. Uh, you can ahead. say it after, but I just watched a video of Giannis explaining the two pronunciations. It's not close to what the guy said. You don't think so? I, I okay. I'm no, not he, saying that he, he probably the, he said the T is pronounced as a D in the Greek word but it's like pronounced very similar okay listen i'm not telling you that he pronounced the name right i'm telling you that he read that and i'm sure what he did was try to pronounce that name he didn't just like look at antetokounmpo and then say antetokounmpo or whatever you know <laughs> that's what happened no that's not think, he definitely saw the, the greek guy, spelling it's like the guy on the bench who never plays and you're just like oh i did i never practiced this like let me <laughs> give it a first shot no bro i'm telling you that that's not what happened Okay, hey, that, that Lucas sold for 168, by the way. Okay, so Prism NBA. Did you hear about the new developments of Prism NBA this year? We already know that it wasn't great value as is, but the there's multiple. There's, there's multiple, too many new developments with this product. Well, supposedly that there's like multiple, multiple, multiple cases now that are coming out that are like all missing like 10 autographs in the case. Like it's oh, not like a one-time instance type of thing. spending that much money already. Yeah, because they're thousand dollar boxes. So, yeah, Some not of the autos though. Amazing. Imagine pulling okay. like Julian Phillips auto. I'm gonna be honest. Missing the autos, you probably actually lose no value in the product, but it also just shows how bad the product is in the first place. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't even know if these autographs existed. Did you know that they made these Space Jam boxes and like they always said there could be like autos in them? But I think it no. was like just the one in like a golf ball though. It's a basketball. Yeah, I know. But it looks like golf ball. Is it like used in the movie at least?
I think so. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Well, in, really, really kind of interesting looking card here. All right, five seconds left. Come on, man. Come on. Dude, I think I just got what I really wanted tonight. I can't wait to share. The gift for me? No, 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 no. We did not get another bid. Are you kidding me? Sorry, Aaron. Okay, well, we do know that Jameer Gibbs, we've got this as a giveaway tonight to support Julian's yeah. Jameer Gibbs fandom. Uh, who's, Prism, who's he better than in the not, NFL? Uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jameer Gibbs, silver flashback for 20 bucks. we got here. We're going to give it away to someone watching live. So if you're here right now, stick around uh, for the next, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes or so. Uh, yeah, Andrew, I'm trying not to, but I swear I locked it up there and then it refreshed it. And I guess not. Dude, the sale happened here for the Super Fractor on card, Bronny. Yeah, and that 3.12K here. Um, I love the Sharpshooter on card autographs. I actually think that they're the best looking autographs in the set. And uh, I'm sure the first would sell for more than this, but uh, surely, while this, surely he's not going to declare for the draft. After he can't, play. there's no way he can. I mean, he's still coming off the bench now. I mean, he's playing like, I think well, he's no, playing he like, can, but like, <laughs> no, no, no. I know he can. I, I know he can, but like, come on, dude, he can't like he's averaging five and a half points a the game. LeBron James effect. No, he's not. He's no, I mean, okay. Dude, here's the deal. Old draft LeBron James with their top pick. Like, well, let, let me point this out though. We have to keep in mind, it's even a blessing that he's still able to play basketball, okay? Like, I think a lot of people kind of forget that that happened. Like, you know, a lot of people who go through that potential, um, you know, like heart, you know, affected condition through the court, like a lot of them don't get to play again or even maybe some don't get to live again. So I think it's amazing he even gets to play. Now coming to his NBA perspective, when LeBron's saying that he should be starting and he could play in the Lakers right now, like, dude, please just don't put your – kid in the worst position by saying random stuff um but yeah i've said my piece i don't think i'm able to win these things man i i really thought i just won them and it got a bid last second and it's it's while they're amazing and actually probably should be worth more than this i don't know if i can spend 500 dollars and that's justified no like, do it <laughs> it's worth it it's pretty, they're pretty sick. how good it'll look it's true that is true i mean you know, a display piece, a offense expense. <laughs> um, When's the next time you're going to see this pop up? That is true. Uh, now, Andrew, that is actually probably facts. Yes. Because I've, already, I've always kind of said in regards to this situation that I think for him, um, or at least I think like, why would a team not take Bronny with anything past pick number 15 honestly why would you not take Bronny to have the chance to sign lebron to sell at your stadium for a full season you know and like, even, okay like drafting aaron and you get papa slabs like so you can't not do it or let me tell you this if you're the pistons look at who the pistons have drafted over the last five years they've drafted terribly anyways Killian hayes isn't even on the team what if that's the exception lebron's like that's the one team son you're on your own <laughs> That'd be draft. the most distance thing ever. True. Draft Bronny, though, and actually get some value out of your pick and get LeBron there and sell out your stadium. You'll have fans again. I can't see that happening, though. I think they're going to be like Eli Manning situation where he's like, I'm not playing for Detroit. Okay, whoever it is, even if it's not Detroit, I still think that it should. That 
I don't think it's smart. Oh, for, yeah. No, I, t- I totally agree. I'm just making yeah, fun. Yeah. I, I don't think it's smart for Bronny's basketball career because obviously he needs to play more in college and actually develop starting lineup potential and score points and all that stuff. But if we're throwing it out the window and he already accepts the fact that he's kind of a, a marketing engine in the end, like he literally has one of the biggest NIL earnings of any athlete. And we know, we know that Shadur Sanders is actually going to be a first round pick for good reason. We know that these other guys and girls are actually amazing athletes. <laughs> We're showing you the watch. <laughs> um, but we know that Bronny, we, we know that Bronny isn't in that category and he, and he earns as much as they do NIL money wise because of his dad and his big following in, on social media. So if you want to play into your strengths, Bronny, Go to the NBA and become a marketing machine. And that is probably what he should do in the end. I don't think they even go ahead. I was going to just say the unfortunate thing is he seems like a really nice guy and like down to earth and like, yeah, he has a ton of potential. I just hope that this doesn't like ruin it because he's for himself, like just from that perspective, like a, he's making so much NIL money that it would make sense for him to stay, stay there. It would exactly. And and like to take over like a bigger role, like it's only good for him. Now the downside is LeBron's got that, the age clock on him. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, he's not really human. He doesn't seem like human half the time with what he does, but like, that's like, I hope there's not a ton of pressure. And I don't think that there will be, but, um, yeah, I I wouldn't be so, uh, surprised. I mean, you heard him say after very, little amount of time that he can play in the Lakers roster right now. And he should be starting on that team. And then the coach started him and then he didn't play well. So he got benched again. Like there'll be a lot of pressure from LeBron. I don't doubt it, man. Yeah. And when you bring up the age thing, you're right. LeBron is one of the most longevity players of all time, but it might not even be related to his body and like not, not, you know, being able to keep up anymore, but he just might not want to go through the grind for four more, three more years, you know? Like he, like yeah. that might be the thing that stops him from wanting to play longer is, is not necessarily like he can't do it. Obviously he still is playing in it and is helping out that team and, and is putting in points, you know, defensively, I guess can be another argument, but the guy is 38 or whatever now, 39 or whatever he is. Um, I really like the Zach Neto ending tonight for baseball fans, by the way, this blue wave. Um, and we do have that uh, Jameer Gibbs giveaway coming here pretty soon. That is a good question, Andrew. He said, can I ask how Neymar still has a market? Here's his PSA 6 rookie, and there was also a red wave like 2021. Here it is uh, out of five, PSA 9 from 2020, excuse me, Tops Chrome. Um, I have no idea. And also, when you talk about longevity, dude, I saw this guy playing against Arsenal on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Happy? How is he still playing, bro? How old is he? He's got to be older than LeBron. He's got to be like 40. He has to be older than LeBron. He's 41. Dude, he's a tank. I I kind of forgot about him for a bit, but he's like it's not like he's gone to like Saudi or something. He's been playing on a Champions League like team for the like since he left Real Madrid, which is insane. You don't want to get on that guy's bad side. And then you talk about Neymar, who looks like he's let it all go since since leaving uh you know the top flight football. Well, I guess you couldn't even call the French League that, but you know, one of the five major leagues, six major leagues. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Still got some big cards running down here tonight. I think that we're getting pretty close here to, uh, I know that like there's only, oh, I guess I forgot that I have this as two. Andrew, you can talk about Chelsea all you want. I give you permission. Okay. I was just saying that he was playing against Arsenal. 
I also said that Chelsea he's talking lost smack, that, so. Andrew. Go off in the comments. <laughs> Invite Andrew on. There is no smack talks. I'm here for it. I can't believe a red raw. That is just such a wild card to see on auction. A red raw Paul Skeens auto. I don't know what the price history is. is crazy on this how bad much one. like good stuff. Like I didn't even know there was this many good cards because I was just focused on the top one. Oh, this auction was insane. This auction was really, really insane. And a PSA eight of this card sold for fifty two hundred recently. I say this room's this card's got some more room on it. If anyone wants to make a play, might be worth going and checking it out. Aaron, just I, go crazy this auction. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It seems actually like a pretty good uh, play for anyone out there. The the red wave sold for 3,400 in January, so I'm not gonna go for it. That's a lot of money. Um, the centering is off. I have to point it out. So don't blindly buy this without looking at the condition. The centering is off. But even if you can snag a an eight to nine, I mean, shoot, you got some funds to work with. I'd say go for it. Aaron, I give you permission. To go Send away, it. baby. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guy. <laughs> uh, you got a big patch of Mahomes gold ending tonight as well. Dude, this the Michael Jordan uh hot shots die cut. No, I'm not a fan. Not Where, a fan. Oh, yeah. I I know a lot of people like these. I know I think Andy in particular likes them because they're they're really hard to grade and stuff, but I I I know it's a 90s thing. But you're, it just doesn't really play into my into my cup of tea when it comes to uh, collecting. But I mean, valuable card, rare card, and it's actually pretty also crazy to see one of those raw still. It's interesting. Do you see uh, Jay Pool dropped uh, some big points tonight off the bench? What fifteen? <laughs> <laughs> no, there you are. Oh, hey, maybe he's like Clay Thompson. Maybe he had to get delegated to the bench to have any sort of positive performance. 31, 21, 18, 19 are his last four games. Who knows? Dude, but before that, yeah, this is not. Against the Mavs, he went one for 12. Dude, what happened to that dude, man? I He was a fan favorite for my family, too, because, he, you know, he went to high school around here, right? Do you know that? Yeah, I think I didn't know that. I, he, he was a fan favorite of mine, too, because he was – on Michigan, he hit that crazy shot for them to advance in the yeah. Retreat, he went but... he went to Rufus King here in Milwaukee. Yeah, um, I don't want to make any assumptions, but like some of the shots he takes, it's like open wreck when you like when I'm there and I'm like, oh, I haven't played basketball in a while. Like, oh, I think <laughs> I can make this shot. Like, not the best shots. I think that the biggest problem for him was he went from two drastically different roles, like within. Like you know, one trade. It was like he goes from being like kind of like that that guy that 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 gets the fruit of playing with Steph Curry and Clay, who's going to be open a lot, who's going to be able to to score when when others are are being focused on. And now he's kind of like the guy who expects to be Curry, but but was has obviously not been was not ready for that role. Okay, I swear, please, we're at one minute windows. Please just tell me I got to be done bidding on these. Oh my gosh, finally. Came in just under a stitch, under five hundred dollars. But I was doing some research, and yeah, these are not easy to find, and even at an affordable price. Um, I want a pair of game used Christian Yelich cleats from the two thousand nineteen season, which is a massive season for Brewers fan because he is destined for his second MVP this season, and then broke his kneecap two weeks with the season ending. Uh, but man, these things are sick. Honestly, check this out. So these have got dirt on them, of course, as their game use. Uh, you can kind of see it there on the white. 
Um, they got him on. <laughs> no custom Yelich on the tongue. Um, oh, they're really sick. Uh, this is from Fanax Authentics. You got their. I oh. think this might be a. It might be a signed uh, certificate yeah. of authenticity. You can auto with it too. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, that can get one for like twenty bucks in eBay. Probably two slab stocks HQ two. Yeah, so exactly. I'm gonna get these things framed on the wall here, um, or not framed, just set on a shelf. But uh, I'm super excited about this. I hope that the shipping isn't like an extra five hundred dollars. <laughs> I didn't really, they didn't really think about that. But uh, at that point, it'd just be cheaper for you to fly there and pick them up. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Nah, but really cool. I'm really excited to get these. Uh, as everyone probably knows, Christian Yelich is my favorite baseball player ever. And uh, the 2018-2019 season was unlike anything I've ever watched before in baseball. And uh, my best times watching baseball actually were were those seasons. So, And I hope to get back to that soon here. Uh, he, he, uh, uh, I, yeah, Manny probably. Um, he had a really great year last year, actually a really great bounce back season. And, uh, I, I just want to see more of that. He, he was getting on base a lot, hitting for doubles, needs to see a little bit more home runs again, hopefully soon. But, uh, it's, it's been fun watching him again. Um, make them your everyday shoe. Can you imagine just walking around every day in a pair of metal spikes? Aaron, what size shoe are you? 13. Do you Google what size shoe he is? I'm getting conflicting information here. I see one what? that says 13, one that says 15 and one that says 11 and a half. Oh my gosh, what? That's three that's three different sizes, my guy. Uh hey, I gotta start the giveaway here though for this Jameer Gibbs, everyone. I know y'all waiting for this. Um exactly click clack. Uh all right, I just dropped the line, everyone. So please comment at number one. I'll give you all three minutes, 10 oh six p.m. Central Time. Get those number ones in the chat and you can enter to wear, wear the Jameer Gibbs. Um, I'm not smelling those things, man. They're going on the wall and they're staying up there. We're gonna hang some shelves behind me and uh They'll, they'll go on the wall. I'm really excited to get that, though. That's actually my my very first piece of game-used item, I think. Um, but exciting to see that listed here. I think I saw them listed for like $4,000 if you were to buy them now. So I think I'm feeling pretty good about uh, having those at uh, $500 or $492. Um, but, yeah, make sure you get those number ones. Yeah, Papa Slabs is definitely going to help me. One can stay at my place and one can stay at your place. Yeah, right. All right. One can stay here at the office and won't be at my house. <laughs> um. Oh, we are getting, we are really getting down to here. I think we need to pick some cards here pretty soon. But yeah, get in on that Jameer Gibbs giveaway, everyone. You see everyone's commenting at number one. Get those number ones commented. 10 6 p.m. Central time. I'm stopping the entries. I'm not sure how many cards are left here. Oh, there's actually still, a, I mean, a little bit over 24. Start to have something in your mind. I'm going to do some extensive research. On what? Cards left. I need to win. Oh, well, you don't have too, too long. I mean, I'll probably get there pretty soon. The past few times, it's been like a higher-end card that's been extended. Like that guy won it or got very close to winning it. That's true. All right, I think we're there. Wait, yeah, I think so. Right? Uh, we must be. I already have my pick. I'm going with this Bill Gates PSA 9 number 76. I'm going with the one piece. The box? Bottom left. Oh, yeah, that right. one. Buy this that one? one. Yeah, No, yeah. <laughs> Good luck, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Hey, but really quick, for anyone that did, wasn't here earlier in the night, we had an excellent guest on. Mike from Leahi um, is a. That sounds uh, so cool. Like to I, me, that sounds, a, I don't know how he never put two and two together because he lives in Hawaii. So like, I really no, should have figured that out. I'm I'm super excited that that's how it said because now I'm happy to say it every single time I mention his name because it's such a cool word. Um, but yeah, Mike from Leahi is a awesome guy, really big into Formula One, and uh, shared a lot of tips for everyone who. Maybe you don't have to be in a Formula One to take from these tips too, because they can be applied to many, many different markets, many different, uh, many different, um, you know, segments, all that different stuff. So feel free to uh, give it. You know, you can rewind after the stream is done. You can look it up on our podcast. I'll have it posted by tomorrow morning. The interview and stuff in tonight's episode. But yeah, really good chat with him, and I think a really a lot of really good stuff. And he's such an excellent guy too. Um, I've only sorry, you finish. I was gonna say I've only had excellent times speaking with him. True, Mike's the goat. But I was gonna say the Photoshop shop on this uh, Bill Gates card is hilarious. It's so bad. <laughs> is it Photoshop or is it just a funny photo? No, like they cut, like they cut his figure. Like, oh, you're saying like they use like a outline tool? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Legendary pick by Aaron. I mean, I, that is Bill Gates, right? I just kind of took a I guess. Said, uh, SCP-7 won uh, 1996 Bowman's Best Atomic Refractor. Tom Gugliotta. I hope I pronounced that right. Very cool. And guys, uh, unfortunately, the con- the entries stopped after eights are great. When I dropped that line, that was the last entry. So I'll make it in for the Jameer Gibbs giveaway. Hey, is your card still going? No, I said it's old. Oh, ah. <laughs> yeah. uh, unfortunate. I picked but, wrong again. I should have yeah. picked that Bill Gates. I didn't look close enough. That Bill Gates is a great pick. I'm surprised you and you weren't locked in on it. There's also also the uh, Braves of Indian Nations. That's a pretty cool card. Braves of Indian Nations. I did see that. It's pretty the cool. Top, yeah. Sports card professor. Yes. That the Albon uh, card was discussed. One of the ones that <laughs> Mike highlighted was discussed. Hey, eights are great. Says that's my Bill Gates card. Well, there you go, sir. It's uh, over 120 now after buyer's premium. And uh, I hope that this gives me good juju to uh, win the uh, card guessing game or the the giveaway game at the end. Um, all right, as where did that Stroud Gold Raw Kaboom sell for last week or the week before? That was the vertical one that sold for like 17,000 or whatever. And then there was that uh, PSA 10 no. horizontal that just sold here. And then a PSA 10 horizontal also sold. Um, it also sold in the premier auction and a green. Do you see the green PSA 10 one of one sold horizontal? Oh, yeah, 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 for 37,000. Yep. Uh, hey, was he? He was a Timberwolves player, wasn't he, or was he not? Maybe not. Or was he a Bucks player? Who? I uh, Gugliotta or whatever. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm not right. Okay, so he, yeah, exactly. T Wolves. I was gonna say I, I just remember him being related in that capacity. All right, here we go. I'm gonna run the giveaway right now. As this Bill Gates is still going. Here we go. One. Apologies to everybody if Aaron chooses you. Two. I'm going with eights are great. Eights are great. I picked the Bill Gates. That'd be crazy. Card. That's what it is. 
I'm going to go with it's not what you think. Six. Adam Holgate for the dub gets the Jameer Gibbs. That's nice. That's a nice win right there. I was not. Sorry, it's a great Aaron just kind of cursed you. Yeah, sorry about that. I tried. I tried, man. Once again, I think I just need to start to pick the same person every single time. No, Um, that's going to make the person very sad, and they're never going to come back. Here we go. Googliata. Thank you, Peg Jung. Uh, But, hey, congrats to Am Holgate. Info at slabsocks.com. Shoot us an email with your uh, PWCC identity key, and we can get that sent over to you. And uh, my Bill Gates, well, not my Bill Gates, but my pick for Bill Gates is still running, actually. How many cards are left here? are great, Bill Gates. <laughs> Doing some rhyming or what? Oh, I didn't even mean to do that. It's just, it's eights are great, Bill Gates. Hey, I like that. That's what I'm saying. All right, quick, Aaron, freestyle. I can't freestyle, bro. That's all on you. That's all on you, my guy. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to embarrass myself forever. <laughs> Um, I might, I might be tapped out right here though. I really might. Wow. So I had some kind of big winnings this week and last week. Uh, it's probably more than I've spent in the last few weeks combined. Peg junk. I don't think peg junk. I still haven't sent it yet. I don't think I got it. So can you please email info at slapsocks.com as well? Peg junk with your identity key. If I missed it, I apologized. Um, but, uh, either way, please let me know. Got cooked. You hear me? No. You got cooked. Got cooked? Yeah. That's kind of funny. Cooked because, like, Tim Cook. cooked. Ooh, I'm on one right now. <laughs> Dude, you're so funny. Do you know who Tim Cook is? Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Apple guy. Hank, I did believe I missed that. I apologize, my good sir. It There were a couple comments that came in after that pushed it higher. Or at least Oscars did. I apologize about missing you um, on that list. I will. Uh, I'll make sure to hook you up with uh, something on my collection next time I see you. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm I'm cooked here. Yep. Bill Gates ended. So Vlad is the last card. I would Take never have picked that card. I would never. Well, you too, sir. Your mm-hmm. cards after like the first round. What are you talking about? All right, in the end, that's all we got for today, everyone. Um, I'm really excited about a couple of these wins tonight. Just to recap it, we got the Lewis Hamilton Aqua of 99 PSA 8. Was not expecting to win that. Mike got me. St- I love, dude, listen to Mike talk, bro. He just, it's awesome. Get and you it fired me, up. Got me fired up, and now I've got Hamilton Aqua. Um, we got the uh, Game War Includes of Yelich. Very excited about those. Yelich Black Eclipse of 10. Got Yelich PSA 10 Definitive Game War in Jersey of 40. For $21, I'll take that all day. And a uh, Jameer Gibbs that we gave away. Uh, Mike, thanks for hanging out here. Appreciate it a lot. Thank you for the congrats on the uh, on the Hamilton. Um, uh, he says he's going to go after your rookie card, Julian, once it comes out. Mike, you'll be the first one who gets it when it comes out. You're not Forget Aaron. Mention. Mike will get it. <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, thanks so much for joining. And uh, we'll see you all back here next week. Slap Sox Sundays. You know where to be, 9.45 p.m. Eastern time. And thanks, everyone, for joining tonight. See you, everyone.